Welcome back to Work Woman. Today's episode is going to be fun because I am going to dive into the mastermind that I'm at right now. I am on day two of a mastermind. My favorite person on the face of the planet is speaking right now, and I just stepped away so that I could record this podcast for you guys today because there was such good information shared. If you really want to start thinking different, you have to be around people who have done something different than you have done. And when it comes to the development that I've been doing, I I shared a couple weeks on the podcast that a couple weeks ago that I was listening to Think and Grow Rich for Women by Sharon Lecter. And one of the things that she talks about is every single day writing down how much money and a finite point in time you want to have, you want to create you want to bring into your life and that has like radically like i'm not kidding you guys that has radically changed how i show up ever since i heard her say it and i mean it's things as simple as how i even order my drink at starbucks for for those of you who have been told that you need to be soft and you need to be sweet. Yes, you know, being a good human being is important, but when you're wanting to elevate yourself, the way you ask for things also has to change. You can't come from a mindset of thinking that you're being a nuisance or, oh, can I just, can I have this? And maybe with this on the side, for me, my drink at Starbucks is a Bente Americano with a splash of heavy cream. So the difference between somebody who is timid and is stuck in today versus somebody who's really confident in where they're going and what they're able to create would be somebody ordering Starbucks like this. Uh, Hi, good morning. Uh, Could I get a uh, Vente Americano? And could you put like a splash of heavy cream in versus somebody who pulls up to Starbucks and says, good morning, I would like to order a Vente Americano with a splash of heavy cream. Like the two requests, are actually the exact same thing, but the way that that is requested, one versus the other, is dynamically different. And that all comes down to the person that's requesting it. And so I've just started to notice ever since I read, uh, it was honestly, it was in I think the first or second chapter, ever since I read that, I've just been paying attention to how I ask for things. And if I create what I am, fully bought in 100% intention on creating, well, how do I do simple things today? And I have to start being that person today if I want to be able to create that. Because if I don't view myself like that, there's nobody else on the planet that's going to. And so it goes back to this idea of how do you get around bigger think? How do you get around people who are doing something different, who have created more than, than you have, and that you desire to create the same thing? And so For the last day and a half, I've been at this mastermind that Grant is hosting and Brandon is as well. And the same situation in the first hour, I took out more valuable information than I get in days and weeks and months of studying something like it's there's something so powerful about intently being in a room with the intention of changing your life through something that you were going to learn in that room and so i'm not just going to share one thing i'm going to share every single nugget that i starred because here's the deal i take notes i take a lot of notes but i specifically star the things that i'm like if i only walked away with this piece of information i will be a different person i will change how 
I view the world, I will change my own self-awareness. And so I'll tell you which pieces are starred. I might give you some bonus ones. Uh, so who's ready to get into this? I know I am pumped. Okay, so we started the mastermind yesterday by talking about the cliche saying, life's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And Grant was straight up like, that's a bunch of bullshit. It is not about the journey. We are not here to just wander around and never get to where we want to go. In life, you have to. It is a requirement to pick a destination because if it's just about the journey, what if you're on the wrong journey? Like, what if you are going down the wrong path? If you don't have a guiding star, if you don't have this place that you are going, if that's not defined, you could spend and quite honestly, not just spend, but waste time just wandering around because you think it's all about the journey when really the whole time you should have been aiming to get someplace. And it's okay if that place changes. This is something that, you know, I've had just a pretty incredible behind the scenes look into with Brandon and his destination of being able to sell his last business and to create all this financial success. And it was always something that he wanted to do. He sold the business for those of you who don't know, he sold the business for $151 million, 77 times EBITDA, which is a wild valuation, but he built something that is scalable and he built something that's valuable, but here's the deal. He always wanted that ever since he was this kid on a tractor listening to What's the movie called? Oh, he'd be so bummed that I don't know. It's not Wolf of Wall Street. It's Wall Street. There's some movie that he used to watch when he was on this tractor. Man, I've honestly heard this story like a thousand times. I can't remember. I can't believe I'm not remembering the movie. But he would sit and he would just dream on this tractor about being able to create a business where he was on the top floor of a building and he was making deals and wearing a suit. And he finally he got to the the destination like better than most right at least he had a destination and if you don't have a destination like this should be hitting home for you of like what is that destination but what's so beautiful about life is once you have the destination and you get there you're likely going to pick a different destination because you're not going to be satisfied and that is okay but you continually have to figure out okay what is that place that i am going towards I'm not just waking up every morning, like wandering about, not knowing why my efforts are aimed in a certain direction, where I'm going. Like I'm, I'm fucking building something and I'm going somewhere and it's a place, it's a destination. It has this different life that I do not currently have. And so I just like it, the whole thing just started yesterday by talking about like, fuck the journey, like the journey. Yeah, it's nice, but you're going someplace and stop thinking that you're not supposed to go someplace because if you don't start thinking with, I'm going here, you're never going to get where you actually want to go. And these cliches and these platitudes that we all read on social media, like who who comes up with this shit? Who, who said, whoever told us that life is not about the destination, that it's about the journey? Like it, it doesn't even make any sense when you really think with it. But then when you push into something or you're with family members and they're like, oh, just be happy. Just be grateful for what you have. Life is about the journey, not the destination. That's the moment where you're like, I love you, Auntie Kay, Uncle Tom, you're the best. But you don't take your advice from them. Okay, what else do I have to start on here? 
Oh, I love this one. So in speaking of this destination, once you have that decision, like this is where I want to go, this is what I want to have, you need to create the space in your environment to get as close to that thing as possible. So the example that Grant used yesterday was if you want a yacht, like get your ass on a boat, get close to, and probably it's not even a boat, like get yourself to a yacht, get yourself to a marina, make it real, make it like not manifest in like a woo-woo way, but like make it be in your physical universe because the closer you get to that thing, the closer, if you want to speak on stage, like get on a stage, feel what that feels like because as you start to feel what that feels like, you're going to get closer to being able to recreate that thing for you. But if, if it's just imaginary and you don't make it real, you're going to have a hard time actually making it real like go figure out that thing so right now i'm sitting in our very recently decorated office here in uh, miami florida i did this over the weekend and i'm looking at these stock photos of new york and like i have still to this day i've always imagined working in a building it doesn't have to be in New York. It's never been tied to New York. But when I was a kid, that's always what I imagined. It's kind of like Brandon's tractor story, like walking into a building with marble floors with high heels on and going into an office where I'm making deals and I'm doing meetings and I'm creating the life that has the influence and the power and the 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 impact that I know I'm capable of. And I'm like sitting here staring at this and it just makes me like, now all of a sudden I need to go into a building where I feel that way. Like I need to actually create that in my life instead of being stuck in a small office and being stuck in a space that's confined and that doesn't, that doesn't fit where I want to go. I might live in a space that doesn't fit where I want to go today, but that doesn't mean that it's not my responsibility if I'm really serious about this goal to actually get into the physical space that I want to be able to do work in and to create that level of influence. All right, the next starred item. You want to get ruined. And this was a direct quote from Grant. He said, I ruined where I am. Oh, wait, no, this is not the direct quote. Let me, I rephrased it. I wrote, G is where he is because he ruined where he was. So successful people think with this. They are where they are because they ruined where they were. So for you, and for me like how do you ruin how do you no longer make sense of your current condition in life how do you just be so fucking sick and tired of the excuses and the reasons that you've trapped yourself into the space that you live in into the car that you drive into the people that you hang out with into the ability your own ability to give and be philanthropic like how do you ruin that for yourself so that you stop making sense of it because in order to get where you want to go you literally have to tear apart the existence that you have right now you cannot take the same people with you and you cannot have the exact same things that you have today in order to get to where you want to go it's just it's not possible you will not be able to create the result that you're looking to create and this goes back to um, when he was talking about this ruining piece he went back up to the destination and 
he so perfectly stated this. I've never, I've never heard it in this in this way before. Uh, he said, "The destination requires people, but it's a solo trip. You have to make decisions for you and how you're going to get to your destination." I want to say that again. The destination requires people, meaning you can't do it alone. Like the idea here is not to figure everything out on your own and to not work with people and to not be able to expand through networking and relationships and partnerships and bringing on team members. That's It's not possible. You, to get to the true destination that you are capable of, it does require people, but it is a solo trip. And my interpretation of this was that you know, you don't, at the end of the day, like you're the one making the decisions around where you are headed and why you are going there. And you can have people around you, but that doesn't mean that they are responsible for making the decisions for how you're going to guide and navigate your life. You're responsible for those things. That is entirely up to you. It is a solo trip. You look at yourself in the mirror and you can say, I'm really proud of that person, or I'm disgusted by this person and I need to change this. But to the extent that you mess up, that it requires people. Like that's the first piece. It does require people. I was recently talking at a networking event to this woman and she owns a business. And she was telling me that she's just like, she's just not very good with people. She just hates people. And she had just spent $5,000 to be at this event. It happened to all be about how to get better at people and to develop your people skills actually no you know what she was at a marketing event she was not at the people event now this makes more sense she's like yeah i'll send one of my team members because i'm not really about people and i said how many team members do you have oh three guys stop making sense of three people stop making sense of your lack of people skills if you know which would say it's a fact nothing great nothing big nothing impactful has ever been created by two or three fucking people. It is massive amounts of people to create an impact. Elena talks about empires. There's never been an empire, like a true empire that was built by one person. There are so many team members, so many different divisions and departments and specialists that are working to be able to create and maintain and protect an empire. Nothing, the destination that you truly want to go to is going to be able to be built without people surrounding you. But at the end of the day, oh, I just like, I love this because it like hit home. It's like, it's a freaking solo ride. Only you can can determine that. And you know, for me, I think this, this that hit home particularly strong for me yesterday, just because Brandon and I have such alignment in our goals. Like we, we really do. We don't just like say that on stage or a podcast just to, you know, pretend like we have it all figured out. We, first of all, we don't have it all figured out. Let me just put that out there, but we really are, are clear and, and aligned on what our goals are, where we want to be and what we're willing to sacrifice in order to get there. But it just, it, when he said it's a solo trip, like it's not me and Brandon's trip. It's not you and your partner's trip. It's your trip. Like it is your ride. And if you don't take that on, you're not really going to make the best decisions for you because all of a sudden you're considering somebody else's decisions and you're considering their destination. But your destination has to be so clear. I'm, I'm very, um, we've worked very hard to make our destination the exact same place. 
but if his destination changed, I would have to say like, okay, what, what is my destination still? And what is yours? And how do we figure this out? Because it is still my mission. It's my responsibility to go all in to the place that I want to go. And so when you come across people in your life who have a different destination, and I think that that's the hard part with people, like this is where this, this saying become moves into something that's more complicated because if it requires people, but people in your life have different destinations than you do or different goals and different, um, different, you know, places that they want to go. How do you leverage them in order to get to where you want to go so that everybody can get closer but ultimately like you still in your heart like it's like this gut thing it's like this is where i'm going and i'm resolute in this and i want everybody to join me but i'm going here no matter what and if you're in that place at the 10x 360 event i really go into the personal professional and financial goal planning process to create this sort of alignment with your team to to, to have clarity around, okay, they might want to start a business in five years and that's their destination, but right now they're still working with you. So how do you get the most out of them and, and lean into them and, and utilize the resources that you have, your team members, to be able to create this next level of business because you are dependent on them. Like you do need them to get to where you want to go because the destination requires people, but you are the person that's making the journey. I love that. I could just freaking go on and on and on. Um, <laughs> this is another, a little bit of a side thing on this. This one's not starred, but it is, uh, I definitely wrote it down. He said, this is not high school folks. You are on a mission. Stop caring about Facebook's, stop caring about Facebook likes and getting people to like you get to your destination. I just freaking love that because it just shows how much focus and intent goes behind like we're not just showing up here just to meet people. We're not showing up just to have conversations and to be nice. Our destination requires people to fund our destination. So does yours. You have to figure out a way to monetize the place that you want to go. And so when we show up, we are there to help people. And through the exchange of us helping them, they pay us to do that, which fuels where we are going. But they are part of where we're going because the help that we provide and the impact that we're creating truly is part of the reason that we do it. And so it's a huge driver for why we do it because we know what people are, po are, are capable of and we know what's possible for them. But it's not about like my Facebook, my Facebook page or my Instagram page, it is, it is not for me to connect with my family. It is not for me to connect with my friends. It's not a place for high schoolers that I used to spend time with to reach out to me or tell me they like my outfit. Like it is a place for me to do business. That is the purpose behind it. If somebody wants to connect with me or talk to me, they can shoot me a text. They can give me a call. They can connect with me in a different way. But the purpose of that vehicle is to service my destination. So how do you start thinking with that? Like, how do you use your social media? Is it to get to your destination or is it a distraction? Is it a way for people to connect with you? If you don't currently use it to get to your destination, first of all, you probably need to define your destination. And then you need to lean into the tools that are available to you, like social media, in order for you to get closer to your destination. And the, the loaf time, I love it when Elena calls it that, the loaf time, which is like connecting with people you already know on social, should be eliminated. You should connect with people that you already know through spending time with them and going out to dinner when that makes sense for you. 
But initially, like you should be using that in order to grow and promote your business and to get more people to know who you are. These are the last two things that I'm gonna share with you. There are three stars, just so you guys all get the weight, the weight of this. There are three stars on this one. Get disappointed with more people, not less. Stop focusing on getting rid of people and your people problems and start focusing on how to get more. Oh my gosh. That one for me with all of the businesses that we work with, it's wild to me. It's wild to me. I People will show up to an event and they show up because they wanna create something and they want to 10X. And then when they get there, they spend all of their time talking about the one employee that it's so clear that they need to like either get off the bus or have a conversation to start holding them accountable. Like it's one of two things. It is not some like really complicated people problem that they specifically have, even though they think it is. So you get so excited about this expansion and that's why people come to us, but then they use this precious time to just talk about the one, the one problem that they need to, to solve and the one source of frustration in their business and when he said this it was just like this light bulb went off for me like the goal should be to have thousands of people with problems in your business the idea is not to manage and to focus on the one person or the two people or the three people that you're irritated with forget those problems like stop thinking with those problems you will never get people to be perfect never ever 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 people we live on a broken planet that's a fact. People have different priorities. People do not have the same destination as you do. They likely don't have the same motivation as you if you are a leader, if you are a business owner. So, okay, if we know these things, why are we making sense of trying to make these people perfect for us? They're never going to be perfect. People come to People Essentials and I go through how you create policies and procedures, how you create a operating system to filter people in and out because I don't want to get frustrated with the one employee. I want to keep doing what I'm here to do, which is to help more businesses to be able to grow and expand our operation. But I have to be able to put a system in place in order to handle those things because they can't go unhandled. You can't create an environment of chaos with people just causing havoc and not getting to the target because if my mission is to be able to help business owners i need to be able to get a team around me a team around us that is helping us service business owners but they're never going to be freaking perfect and to the extent that you don't start thinking with i need hundreds if not thousands if not tens of thousands of people so that the problems are so big, but I don't care about the problems because I'm so focused on the expansion. You're not really serious about expanding. You're settling for a smaller game because you are capable of bringing in tens of thousands of people. I believe that. I fully believe that the business that you're in or the network marketing group that you're a part of or the team that you're working with, like it can get bigger. There's, there shouldn't be a lid or cap as to why you can't hire more people or bring more people on. So start getting disappointed with the fact that you haven't brought more people on and that you don't have more problems because you won't actually be solving those problems. You'll put a system in place to get those problems handled or somebody else in the organization will be responsible. Likely lots of people will be responsible for handling those problems while you're responsible for continuing to think about the expansion. This is how the big organizations expand. This is how 
some of the, the businesses that were listed off, you know, Ernst & Young, you have uh, McKinsey, you have just like Apple, Tesla, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of employees in these organizations. They're not worried about the one team member who's your cousin's sister, cousin's sister, but that still be a cousin, your cousin's nephew. Is that a real thing? I'm really bad with family lineage, but you get my point, right? It's like, they're not worried about the one team member that isn't answering the, the, the calls right, or that showed up in the wrong shade of blue in their office. Like they're worried about massive think, massive expansion. And if I'm going to have problems, I, I want those problems. And I know you do too. You just don't think that you could have them. And it's a mindset shift to start thinking with, oh, wait, I can have those kind of problems. If I can have these kind of problems, I can have those kind of problems. I just need to stop making sense of the current problems that I have today. All right. Last but not least, uh, I really like this. This kind of goes back to the episode where I talked about being a hardcore motherfucker and um, that it's on my my screen Grant closed yesterday by saying, fight for everything you have and be vicious with it. And he went on to reference Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and all of these other leaders who were just in their prime, vicious with the business and the choices that they made and the product development and being able to create the impact. Later in life, they got softer they got more friendly, they became more humanitarian, and their advice started to change. But when they were creating the thing that allowed them to get there, they were animals. They were absolute animals. And so you're lying to yourself, and especially for my female listeners, you're lying to yourself if you think that you're going to get to where you want to go by just being soft and having everybody like you and being nice. Those things are not going to get you where you want to go. Now, the antithesis is not true either. Like you don't have to be mean, but you have to be so laser focused and protective and just honestly aggressive. And I I don't think there's there's a lot of places out there that give women permission. And I don't think it's coming into this different um, personality. Like I, I believe that I am incredibly aggressive and have been that way since I was a very young kid. But through society, through what was told to me, through images of, you know, perfectly put together women that I looked up to growing up and still today, you assume this like class and sophistication and this mysteriousness is the right way to go and really like be a freaking animal. And as I've gotten older, the women that I respect in business and the men that I respect in business are freaking animals. And I love that. They are killers. They are like just so honed into where they're freaking going and they're not going to give it up for anybody and they're not going to take shit along the way. And so, yes, maybe later in life I'll change my tune on this. I'll be like, oh, everyone should be soft and kind. And But, but at that point, I, I hope to have quite the empire underneath me, right? But at this point in time, I know what it's going to take for how I show up and being relentless nod to Tim Grover on that one, being absolutely relentless about where I want to go. Like vicious, relentless, protect it, take it seriously. And once I have it, I mean, you know, people change in cycles. However, I think that this is the real honest truth. And as I create what I know I'm going to create, 
I will continue to share how my mindset shifts with things. And I can hardly wait till the day where I've sold something and created something that has so much freaking value that I get to change my mind. Like I cannot wait to be like, I can't believe I said that, but you know, Steve Jobs didn't record a podcast when he was creating Apple and neither did Bill Gates. Like there was nobody there along the way of building something. Now, am I going to create Microsoft or Apple? And is that my intention? No, that is not what I'm saying, but I am going to create something fucking remarkable and I'm going to do incredible things that create an impact and build something that has a a value that that can actually be placed in a monetary world because that's something that drives me and that I'm passionate about and I'm excited and I believe I'm capable of. And because I'm going to do that and I'm telling you I'm going to do this uh, and I've been working on doing this, you need to be able to understand. And I think it's a really cool opportunity that we live in 2021 to be able to share the thought process and the thinking and the learning along the path of creating something remarkable. So this went way longer than I thought it was. And I need to get back to this mastermind, but I appreciate you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening and paying attention. And I hope that you took great notes it's fun for me when I'm not actually teaching something on people to, to talk more about the mindset because there is so much that goes on behind the scenes that I'm thinking with in ways that I'm shifting my own mentality. And if you're into that sort of thing, which I would want to know from people that I looked up to and who were mentors to me, like I'd want to know what they were thinking with and how certain things affected them. Like I would give anything to, to go back to what Bethany Frankel was like when she was in her 30s or what Grant Cardone was thinking with when he was in his 20s and 30s. But this technology didn't exist back then. Nobody was documenting what their development process was like. And I just appreciate you guys. I thank you for showing up. I thank you for how you show up for yourself. And the podcast has just like skyrocketed recently because I know that you're sharing it. And it's, it's rewarding for me to know that the content that I'm creating is impacting you because you wouldn't share it if it wasn't impacting you. It means the world to me when you share on social, when you recommend it to a friend, please give me a review if you haven't already. And you're a listener, those reviews, I read them constantly. It's like my reminder like oh yeah I need to need to put a lot of energy into this because there are people who are counting on me to continue to be able to create this content so give me five stars write an awesome review share it on social send it to your friend your mother your family member your coworker, somebody who can get value out of this there are so many people who need to be thinking different and you can easily do that through sharing this podcast so I can hardly wait to talk to you guys next week thank you for joining work woman